God's word says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So whatever season of life you're in, the Bible has answers. Come along with me as we discuss life, faith, marriage, parenting, and more, all in light of scripture. Thanks for listening to the Streams of Water podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Streams of Water. Um, my name is Shauna, and today I have my one of my six-month-old boys um, on my lap. So <laughs> it's just kind of one of those days. You know, I was listening to um, an episode of, of Risen Motherhood, uh, their podcast. If you haven't checked that out, oh my goodness gracious, it's fantastic and they just keep it real and one of them had one of their babies um during their recording and I was like that's real life so this is real life and it is allowing me to be able to record this uh, episode today so well hi um thanks for listening this has been really fun for me I have just been in it for just a few weeks and if that and I am just having a blast uh it's been a very nice creative outlet for my brain and it's been fun um looking at God's word um more intimately and differently and and just quite honestly I haven't um word for word memorized the verse from last week, but, but the concept of, of the verse last week, we talked about kingdom of heaven in our homes has, has been proving to be very helpful during my day-to-day tasks around the home. So I hope that you have been encouraged by this, um, as well. So today we're talking about something that is, um, kind of heavy. And while I was processing, you know, what this time would look like, um, my mind was, was blank, honestly. And I think that's because it is, um, something that is, I mean, nothing is new under the sun, right? But it is something that feels a lot more under attack these days, especially within the last couple of years, and I don't think, well, I think Satan will do whatever he can to um, stop this from being talked about. So we are talking about God's truth today. And in a world and in a culture um, that um, really <laughs> does not like God's truth and mocks God's truth and like I said, it's, it's not that this is a brand new thing that's happening. It's just more so, um, lately it just has felt a lot louder. And, uh, I think as believers, we're going to feel more and more, um, in the minority of, of what this, um, you know, how it, how it all plays out. And so, the verse that we're going to focus on today, and that's going to be our memory verse for this week, is from Third John, and it's a very short book. It is only six, uh, 15, 15 verses, and so it's verse 4, and it's one of my absolute favorite verses. It's actually the verse that I um, have 
really not like picked out, but it's a verse that I've focused on a lot with my boys. Uh, I have one for, for my daughter as well, but, um, it, this is what it says. It says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And this is written by John, (laughs) no surprise. Um, but I, I had to look up, um, what children meant because, so John is writing it. Um, but I've always thought about this in the context of, you know, God speaking about his children, that God has no greater joy than when his children are walking in the truth. So I looked up, um, uh, the Greek word and it's, uh, uh, technon and it says it's, um, properly a child figuratively, anyone living in full dependence on the heavenly father, i.e. fully willingly relying upon the Father or upon the Lord in glad submission. This prompts God to transform them, them into his likeness. So this is like a, the, a word study, you know, um, the, the, just the definition itself is a child, a descendant, an inhabitant. So that helped me kind of understand a little bit more that it is someone that, you know, is wanting to be um, God's father or uh, God's child, have him be a, a father uh, to them. So there is so much I could say about uh, God's truth. And so what? How, how I wanted to boil it down today was I just wanted to give uh, a, a little bit of encouragement to, to you out there in whatever context, if you are raising young, young children, if you are, don't have children, but you have nieces and nephews. Um, if you help out in your local church, maybe in the youth program or nursery, or if you're just, if you work and you're working among other adults, it doesn't have to be specific to children, but, um, just in the idea of living and walking in God's truth. So what I mean when I say God's truth, I was thinking about this and, uh, I I'm talking about like taking God's word seriously, uh, which means studying it, right? Reading it and then studying it and then applying it. So Jen Wilkin is one of my most favorite authors, Bible study teachers, and she, um, her system, she, uh, when you do a Bible study that she's written, you always um, read the text observe what it says, and then you um, ask, what does it mean? And then, then, and only then do you ask, how do I apply it to myself? And so when we're reading God's word, we can be tempted to go to write to, what does this mean for me today, right now in my life? And while God's word is living and active, and it does speak to us in the very now moment, it is not primarily a book about us. It is primarily a book about God. And so what is God saying? Then what does it mean? Then how do I apply it? Uh, and that is, a, that is a way that you can discover God's truth is actually doing, doing the studying of it. Um, and then it also is, uh, what I mean by it is, is teaching it to your children, to family, to friends, talking about it. Um, and that's more of the application piece of it. And in these last couple of years, I have never been, have, have had more of a desire to know what God's truth is, 
and to live it out um, just politically and um, the pol- political climate and just so much division. And I'm not even going to go into all of those different things because I feel like that's it's not, it's not a waste of time or anything, but I don't want to, um, I don't want to focus on that. I was praying before this. I just felt heavy, just felt like, um, God's truth and absolute truth and how it applies to all these different topics, um, has just resulted in a lot of division. I personally felt some of that division and it's a very personal thing for me. Uh, and I know so many people that are in the same boat. And so I was asking God before, right before I was kind of finishing up my notes and thinking about recording this. And I just asked God that I would um, come on and not, you know, just bash anybody and that we could just keep it talking about God's truth and what that means. And you know, the beautiful thing about God's truth is it is absolute, which is so what we need in this world of um, just everything is so fleeting and everything is so, our emotions, our hearts, um, our words, they just change hourly by the minute, right? God does not. His word, uh, First Peter, which is, it's quoting um, Deuteronomy, I believe, says that the word of the Lord stands forever. The grass, grass, grass withers, flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And Hebrews talks about how God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's what I think um, is the beauty of absolute truth is, I think sometimes people don't, don't like the exclusivity of the Bible and of Christ. Um, but when you, when you kind of take a step back or when you like dig into scripture too, right? Um, the Bible is, gives us that foundation of something that's not changing in a world that constantly is. And so, um, anyways, I feel like I'm going on a little tangent here, but that's the beauty of God's truth. And so my hope, you know, is that I would be and it's convicting for me too, because I have certain viewpoints about a lot of different topics, but, um, oh, but what I was saying is that God's word, um, does not change and, um, and it, and it is living and active and therefore it really can speak to people differently about different topics. Maybe you have a conviction about a topic that somebody else has a different conviction about. Now there are some things, you know, that are, that are very black and white, but there's a lot of things that aren't. And so I would just say to myself and to you, oh man, let's have grace for each other in these, in these hard, hard divisive times. So with that, I wanted to give you four pieces um, of encouragement. And when you are living, walking, raising your kids in God's truth. These are four things that I um, just felt encouraged by. And so the first one is just the statement that it is hard. Um, There are loud voices. There are mocking voices of God's truth and um, the good news of Jesus dying for our sins 
and what that what that all means um the history of christianity the foundational pieces of christianity which are really really being scrutinized by a lot of people even within the church right now um you know these foundational beliefs that we've had since christianity formed um that are now being just tested and thrown out and um i want to note that it is so okay and good to um to research right um god is not afraid of doubt and um we just actually did a series in our uh in our church um our pastor did a series on deconstruction and reconstruction of faith and it's kind of a a buzzword right now a little hot topic word of deconstruction but deconstruction in itself is is not bad um when we look at our look at our faith and we think about um why do i believe what i believe that is good you know paul writes about how um there was a group of of believers that would um, test what he said by looking at the scriptures. That is good. We should be doing that. Absolutely. For sure. So our pastor did the series on deconstruction, but then with reconstruction, biblical reconstruction. And one thing he talked about was doubt versus unbelief. Sometimes as believers, we think, oh no, I'm doubting something that's wrong. And is that not okay? And he was talking about how doubt is different than unbelief. But if we don't figure out these doubts that we have with proper um, research and, and digging into scripture and talking to wise counsel, we will get into the camp of unbelief. And that's where, um, that's where it really gets um, not good. So it was an excellent series. And if you have questions about faith and the founda- foundations of Christian faith, Um, please talk to your pastor, talk to a good friend that knows the Lord. And also a great resource is a book called Another Gospel, and it's by Elisa Childers. And I cannot recommend this book highly enough. It is so good. Also, it sounds like I read a lot. I don't. (laughs) But that is one of my favorite um, reads that I have read in the last couple of years. Anyways, (laughs) My first encouragement to you is just the statement that it is hard to raise kids in God's truth when the world um, is not is not doing it. So, my second thing is um, to do do it with others. So there is a group of young moms, or maybe <laughs> I'm not super young. So like what I mean was is young children. Yes, all the moms they're they're young too, but. Um, uh, it's called uh, our little group is a moms of littles. And we, um, often just go and play together at the park and we're just having our kids play together and learn and grow. And these moms have been so encouraging to me just in real life stuff. Of like my daughter is at an age where she's learning how to play and she's, she's two and a half. And so she is, um, you know, she doesn't know how to play alongside kids yet. And that's normal. And, um, these moms have been so encouraging to to my journey of of figuring <laughs> figuring all of this out and so and just the other day um an, another mom and I were talking about some like hard theological things and questions that we have and 
it was so nice just to voice those things with others while our kids are playing, you know, with little sticky dinosaur toys and oh. all of that. So, um, so do it, do it with others, do it alongside of others. My third thing is just to know that it won't be perfect. Um, I stumble in my words to my daughter, um, when I'm talking about God or I'm talking about the Bible or, and Risen Motherhood again, um, such a great podcast. And they have a, they have an episode on, um, teaching your kids about God's truth. And, um, they just are so humble and they, they talk about, um, just to, to relax and know that it's not going to be perfect and that's okay, but to give the effort of, of doing it right. Of, of having that, um, Bible time with your, with your kid, um, of talking about, simple things like nature and how, um, God is the creator. And, um, so anyways, they have a, they have a great podcast on that as well. And just, just know it's not going to be a perfect thing, but consistency is really, really good when you're talking to your kids about God's truth, because before you know it, um, you know, they tell me it goes by fast and there's going to be a time when your kids are in high school and they, these problems of, of who God is and his existence and, um, all the divisive topics, they're going to be faced with that all the time. And it is so good that they can have the foundation of God's truth in your home and don't rely on, um, Sunday, Sunday school for your kids. Or, um, even if your kids go to a, a private Christian school or youth group or whatever it is, those things are, um, so good and so valuable. Like I am a huge fan of having your kids be a part of hearing, hearing other godly adults, um, in, in your kid's life is so important, but know that you are the most important um, person when it comes to, to faith in, in your child's life. So, and then my fourth thing is, um, this is, this is a, a one I'm just like swimming in right now. Cause I have a sweet story to go with it, but no, no, it will be sweet how the spirit will give you words when you need them. So the other night my husband was working, I was 4th of July and, uh, I had gone to my brother and sister-in-law's, um, brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house with the kids. And I got home and the big fireworks were uh, just about to start and our neighbors do really big ones. <laughs> so, which I really enjoy cause I'm like, Hey, it's a free show. But, um, so, so those were starting and our daughter is, you know, at an age where she doesn't remember the fireworks from last year. And she is not a fearful child. Um, she likes bugs. She likes loud noises. Don't really bother her that much. And, but these fireworks were loud and they were intense. And so she, um, was terribly, terribly scared of them. And in a way that I've actually never seen her be before. And so as we were rocking, um, to go to sleep, um, it was pretty rough. And, um, there was just a moment where I realized that I could tell her when you're scared, you can talk to Jesus. And 
um, we sang, sang the He Will Hold Me Fast song, which just talks about safety in God. And we prayed and she fell asleep. And I kind of thought that it would be a hard night, right? And um, she also was sugar crashing and she had played hard with her cousins. So there was that. But <laughs> I just thought, how kind of the Lord to give this normal like moment that happens, you know, every year with fireworks. It's nothing like super spiritual at all. And just gave me the words right then and there. And that were, had biblical truth. Um, you know, I, I think of uh, the verse in Psalm 30, I believe that talks about when my anxieties are great within me, your consolation brings me joy. And so that concept of Camila, when you're feeling anxious or you're feeling scared, you can have that comfort in Jesus and talk to him and he's real and he's, he's with you. And, um, mom is with you too, but, but Jesus is with you more and in a greater way. And, um, and this morning we were doing our little Bible time and let me be quite, quite clear. We do not do Bible time every day. We, um, do it when I remember and like when it makes sense, but, um, we were doing our Bible time and, uh, she just said out of the blue, when I'm scared, I can talk to Jesus. And it was such a cool moment for me to be able to just like, thank the Lord that this truth that she's hearing from us, it's actually starting to like make sense to her. And so anyway, just know and expect that the Holy Spirit, part of his job is reminding you of things and giving you words when you just don't have them. And, um, I think that that is like the most beautiful part, one of the most beautiful attributes of the spirit. And the fact too, that like doing this life of living in truth, um, is, it can be kind of, it can be really challenging. And so we're, you're not doing it on your own. And isn't that the greatest news ever? (laughs) Because if we were left to our own, it would be a train wreck and it wouldn't make any sense. And so, yeah, so that was just a really sweet, um, time with my, my daughter the other night. So, um, I hope that you are encouraged today as you continue to do the hard work of walking in God's truth. Know that you're not alone. And, um, yeah, it is a divisive time, but God is faithful and his truth has not changed. And so even though it can feel distant or like it doesn't really make sense anymore, just, just hold, hold fast, um, to the Lord and know that he is an unchanging God and father. So thanks for listening.